On this episode of the Flop House, we discuss America's favorite holiday, at least based on number of movies made about it, the remake of Friday the 13th. Welcome to the Flop House, the show where we watch a bad movie or a questionable movie and talk about it. Stuart, stop looking at me like I'm an ass. <laughs> My name's Dan McCoy. Uh, I'm Stuart Wellington. My name is Elliot Kalen. <clears throat> so, guys, it's been a while since we've seen Elliot, at least. Yeah, I yeah what were you doing, dude? And about. I can only assume you were recovering from that dueling pistol injury to the head that yes. I saw you incur on The Daily Show. That was part of it. I did shoot myself on the head on The Daily Show as a, an early 19th century French footman. I'm amazed they kept that um, in the show. It seems like that sort of like super violent accident might you know, be the sort of thing I, that That's out. the kind of spontaneity that comedy feeds off of. What, what was it like working with horse? With a horse, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> or you mean like a caveman? Just the idea of horse? No, like a horse. The, uh, the horse in the in the was, daily show. It was show worrying. Horse. Technically, it was a pony. Okay. It was worrying because I had to lie down as a dead body right behind where the horse would be shitting if it needed to take a poop or got scared. Was that your? Was that like your first concern? Is that it would shit on you? Yes. Well, and then my second concern was that it would stomp on my windpipe and kill mm-hmm. me. Oh, okay. And his third concern was that it would shit on. Him. My third concern was that they would cut it from the show. I need yeah. my screen time. Hello, yeah. Hollywood. Here I come. Uh-huh. I think that's how my great great grandfather died. Actually, uh. he was he, he was cut from a scene where he was. I was going to say, yeah, he killed himself. I was going to say that's how Cary Grant got started. Is he had a scene where he shot himself in the head of the dueling pistol and fell behind a horse and got shot on. Yeah. It was called Police Academy, <laughs> <laughs> starring Mae West. <laughs> what a good movie. Um, speaking of good movies, we watched a little... <laughs> Wait, hold on. We watched a little recently released uh, remake. This was a remake, guys. I don't know if you noticed Reimagining. That. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think that's reworking. It was a reimagine work and a making. Yep. It was uh, Bayified, right? What? Bayif- oh, yeah, Bayified. it was bayed up. It was definitely bayed up. Yeah, because it was, it was Michael Bay's production. Oh, I thought, was- said something, I thought this had something to do with Beowulf in your head. No. Like, oh, it was 30% well, more Beowulf. The, well, the villain is basically Grendel, right? I yeah, guess that's true. Done. There you go. It's a reimagining of Grendel. Yeah. Well, Beowulf. Well, we'll talk about reimaginings later. First, uh, <laughs> the name of the film. This movie's called Friday the Thirteenth. That sounds unlucky. Uh, based on uh, the day of the same name. <laughs> <laughs> based on the film that's based on the day of the same yeah, name. Yeah. Well, uh, no the, face. The day was a little thin, so they had to flesh it out <laughs> to turn it into a movie. But, um, it's a sequel to Friday, starring uh, <laughs> is it Ice Cube? I thought it was. Ice, I thought it was the sequel Ice to next Cube. Friday. Ice Cube, <laughs> or is it Ice T? I always, I always forget which is. Uh, which is. Ice, 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 Ice T is the one in. Um, um, what's that show? Something about criminal intent. Oh, probably. then Ice Cube is the one Ice that's Cube. in Friday. Ice Cube, Boys in the Hoods. Ice Cube is in Friday, and not in Friday the Thirteenth, oh, which is man. what we actually watched. That's tonight. right, starring Jason. Yeah, yeah. everyone's favorite guy, oh, Jason yeah. Voorhees. Yeah, and um, this this whole movie kind of put the whole Jason character, kind of turned it on its ear, right? <laughs> Not at all. 
<laughs> well, how so, Stuart? Well, in what the, way was it different than the other Jasons? You, I mean, you guys, you guys know me. I'm a big, I'm a big Jason nut. I'm a mm-hmm. big Friday the Thirteenth freak. You did dress up as Jason for Halloween and St. Patrick's Day mm-hmm. and the Fourth uh, of July. I, I also own. I think I own all of them except for Jason Goes to Hell on on DVD. Really? Yeah, I think so. Why Even Jason X? I think I might. Yeah. I'd have to check check my vault. Even Jason Your Marcy vault X. Yeah, yes, I, I have I have Marcy X on DVD, um, <laughs> on Blu-ray. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's the Criterion collection. Oh uh, wow, with four hours so, of extras. So uh, no, the the big thing. Uh, well, I mean, the thing is that J- Jason's a little different in this one than he is in the other ones. How I mean, so? I mean, he teleports around, and you never know where he's no, at, and he no, appears that's exactly like the other. No, one. but what I was going to say is that he's a lot faster in this one. Yeah, well, no. it's just like zombies in movies now. They've fastened them up yeah they made them faster they've quickened and them. more furious and later on we're going to determine <laughs> whether this new fast and furious jason is better than the original oh wh- wow you're but, teasing the segment that's that pretty but let's let's uh let's get started with a little bit of plot Stuart has a whole outline for this episode he's so much more organized for, the, for this episode than he has been the let's, past uh let's start with a little bit of plot sure, elliot what yeah, happened in this up? movie should i give things away should i just go i don't all care there? okay we open literally with Mrs. Voorhees is about to kill the last of the shitty counselors of Camp Crystal Lake. But wait a minute. That happened at the end of the original first one, Elliot. I know. I was thrown off, too. So you're saying... Okay. So this... Wait. So what happens then? Does she get killed with a shovel like in the original? She does. The last remaining girl as... Uh, what did... Is it... Who wrote uh, Girls in Chainsaws? Mm. Clover? Carol Clover? Is that I think name? that was James Joyce. No. Uh, I think it's Clover who calls calls her them the last girl. The last girl cuts off Mo- Mother Voorhees' head with a shovel and uh, walks away. Yeah, this is basically like a public service for people who want to see the original Friday the 13th but don't have a lot of time. Or so frankly, they can see it yeah, in like I'm not interested. In or, or uncomfortable minutes. watching Kevin Bacon in movies. Uh-huh. So they... Uh, it's a lot of movies they can't watch. And so, mm-hmm. and then you hear her disembodied voice from beyond the grave telling Name Jason one. to kill them all. Yeah, like a ghost. Cut to present day. Smash uh, cut. Smash cut. Present day. A bunch of assholes drive into the woods looking for some legendary weed <laughs> that is apparently growing in the woods. Normally, Cur- the legend nice. of Curly's weed. I think. <laughs> legend of Curly's weed. Exactly. Normally, this kind of setup. You know, I'm on board. Mm-hmm. You like parties? I like I like kids that like to party are assholes to each other yeah. and clearly aren't friends. A group of that kids, are also searching for weed and or booze. A group of kids who don't like being around each other. One of the two girls and three boys. Three guys, yeah. Three guys. Long story short, almost all of them die. Mm-hmm. But breasts not after are exposed. Some very fake, very disgusting looking breasts are exposed. Uh, well, come on, they, they, it was they were like, kind of gross. They yeah. were horrifying. Yeah, uh, they looked better in the uh, the sex scene in the in the film. They, well, in there's this, more this, than one, but this sex scene, yeah, which two? They look kind of like how you know, like frogs or, uh, yeah, or yeah, fish can have like frog. fake eyes to oh, like scare say, off people. When, like, it's like they're fake nipples, like but they're actually on her. I was gonna say like when a bullfrog extends its throat and it's all veiny and bulbous and right. So and her first, breasts are like frogs in two ways. The first <laughs> first time we see the the first time we see these that, frog that, boobs that was a Native American metaphor. We used almost all the parts of the frog. <laughs> to describe her breasts. Oh, so uh, the first time we see these frog boobs, it's when she's doing a little strip tease mm-hmm. where two she, male characters are talking. The nerd has his back to the girl, 
and the, not even his back to her. He's kind of turned away from her yeah. a little bit. And the guy he's talking to is clearly just pointing at this girl's boobs, making lewd gestures. Yeah. I think he's even like he's like humping the air. Yeah, and yeah like, well, and he's making these gestures theoretically to the girl, like oh yeah, her. yeah, yeah. But which the guy, well, which works your, most of the show time? Show me your frog boobs. But the guy who was facing just all you dudes guy. out there that usually works. Yeah, <laughs> the gestures and the humping the air. Yep. But you're yep. right, Stuart. The guy that's who's little, facing him, tip. pointing him, does top not tip. notice. Tip. Yep. That does not turn around, does not say, well, what are you pointing at over no my interest. shoulder? He's just yeah, too he's busy like, telling them the story of the legend of Camp Crystal Lake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Like he, that He's just really a good uh, storyteller. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, the Norse would have referred to him as right. a skull. Yeah, he's like Homer. Yep. I guess the moral of this movie, though, is if someone's pointing at something, you should look at it because it might be breasts. Bo- it's either boobs or something that's going to kill you. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so they, the two of them go off to have sex. Another two, I don't remember where they go or why. They go to find the, the scary cabin that'll oh, inform right. the rest of the movie. They go to find mm-hmm. a scary cabin, uh, and the nerd goes and finds the magic weed. Yep. He gets killed by Jason. Yep. Then Jason kills the rest of them. Yep. And I do have to hand it to the movie. They do have a lot. Uh, Jason does set up a whole bunch of weird kill traps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where first he grabs a girl, puts her back into a sleeping bag, ties her up over a flame, and roasts her to death. Yeah, yeah that's really. And uses her to uh, to <laughs> uses her as bait to get her boyfriend, who is just having sex with her, to run towards her. Bear trap. Probably yeah. still has a boner at that point. Oh uh, yeah, I have to assume it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's why he's so, running, that's right? Because he's like, in oh, addition, I can't wait to finish this. In she addition to like, uh, stripping his leg in that bear trap, he's fallen on his boner is what you're saying. <laughs> Which is even more painful. <laughs> Very painful. <laughs> and his keys. <laughs> oh, my God. Jason's being such yeah, a you gotta, you jerk gotta to this guy. You got to leave your keys away from boners when and, uh, you're running around the woods. So, but once but this the bear group trap team is pretty grisly. Yeah. So this and this group of teen gets killed, and then suddenly the title comes up. Yeah, Friday the Thirteenth. This is like fifteen, twenty minutes into the movie, right? Yeah, we've had two prologues before the actual movie. Yeah, I was expecting credits to hit as soon as that, (laughs) as soon as that hit, and then like a cool guitar riff. I thought it was going to be an hour of camping safety tips. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) What did Jason do wrong in this scenario? Let's take a look. Yeah, Gallant and Jason. So <laughs> Gallant sets the table without being asked. Jason avenges his mother's death on teenagers who wander into the woods. Gallant and, and, digs a, re- a latrine for the group, and the great Jason thing is this, murders someone. This little like opening bit is, uh, you know, the all the things that they set up in this opening bit. Everything from uh, guys making lewd gestures that people should be able to see, but clearly not seeing, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, to teenagers' natural inclination to go investigate creepy old uh, rundown. Listen, cabins. if you're a teenager, it you want to do off later is what you're yeah. saying. Teenager, you want to do one of three things: get high, have sex, or investigate a creepy rundown cabin, or take a poop in somebody's <laughs> sink. <laughs> yeah. We don't you see anyone doing that, that though. I've I know. Never, well, they left one of those out. It's okay. You I've don't have to hit all the, the bases. Yeah. So uh, then anyway, you're hanging they, out with different teenagers. They find there's a locket in this creepy cabin and there's a picture in it that looks vaguely like one of the girls sure. who is with that group of campers. That's convenient. Very convenient. Okay. Almost suspiciously so. Yeah, it looks like a girl played by um, TV's Amanda Rogetti of uh the OC and the Mentalist. She plays the uh female cop who's not Robin Tunney. Or Toonie. This I don't was, know how that's pronounced. This was her big breakout role to start starring in things that don't have the in front of yeah, the Yeah, exactly. So, okay. Then we're in present, present day. 
I, I really like that bit uh, when they're in the cabin and Jason's trying to kill him and he sneaks under the floor, floorboards yeah. and he just starts stabbing his machete up like a, like a weird game of Battleship. Or like mm-hmm. uh, Whack-A-Mole, starts, but the mole can kill you. Yeah, and he keeps missing and then all of a sudden he starts hitting and you're like, oh, he's just going to keep hitting until your Battleship's <laughs> yeah. gone. And then the dude gets uh, pulled down the flo- uh, under the floorboards and barfs up a bunch of blood. Yeah. Uh, it's not really yeah, the most uh, efficient way to kill someone, though. No. Like, if you don't actually hit them... You know, you're kind of your machete is kind of stuck up in the floorboards. And well, but Jason's super strong, so he can pull it out. All yeah, right. he can also teleport. Yeah, he's, okay. he's magic and shit. I think to keep it to keep it quick after that present present day, a bunch of assholes who also seem to not like being around each other but are friends for some reason mm-hmm. are going out to one of the guy's dad's cabins because he's rich. They run into at the local store packing picking up supplies. They run into a guy who is trying to post up flyers. His sister is missing. Yeah, it's what the girl asshole. from that first group of uh, teens, and the leader of the friends is a total asshole to everybody. Yeah, and a dick. And the brother looking for the missing girl again, played by TV star Jared Padalecki of Gilmore Girls um, and if this uh, was the Supernatural. 40s, he would have to have changed that name to like Patterson. Yeah. James Patterson would be his name. Yeah, James Patterson. So, yeah. His name would be Wait. Brent Ripchess. <laughs> so, uh, this guy who's trying to put up posters, party. like, why is he trying to rain on everybody's parade? It sounds like he's being a real prick. No, he's being, you know, he's not doing it in the most friendly way, but... Yeah, he's looking for his He's trying to find his, his missing sister. So... Stuart, wouldn't you do the same for your but, missing sister? But I thought the like the Chance Peterson guy, the leader of the, uh, the leader of the cool kids, was being a real dick to him. He was, for no reason. But he's he's really cool and rich and stuff, shouldn't he? No, that's uh, not how it works, Stuart. You're learning a, a see, hard lesson. See, in the movies... But he's he's handsome. <laughs> marginally. In the movies, as sometimes occurs, uh, you know, to be fair, in real life, uh, people take an instant dislike uh, towards each other. Especially when there's a challenge there. Yeah, especially like when the screenwriter needs to have some sort of conflict. <laughs> So that the characters will split up for at some point later. And there are way too many dudes and not enough chicks. There are three or four guys. Uh, five, I think. Five guys. There's a lot of more guys than girls, I think. Five to three. But anyway, long story short, a lot of drinking at the cabin. One of the Sounds girls good. leaves and joins the guy, the brother who's searching for his sister. They find lots of stuff. Mm-hmm. Jason starts killing people. There's another sex scene. The guy, the rich guy asshole tells the girl he's having sex with that she has perfect nipple placement. Uh, and then <laughs> Jason kills some more people. And there's, then, there's topless water skiing. Top. Oh, yeah. Jason kill. I forgot about them. There's another guy and a girl. And the girl goes topless water skiing, which is interrupted, unfortunately, when Jason shoots an arrow through the head of the guy driving the speedboat. She perfect get, shot. Perfect mm-hmm. shot right through his head. An he, Olympian. That's the chase of yeah, guy he's, driving he's, the speedboat. The one Davis of the assholes killers. from Veronica Mars. And yep. he, oh, All yeah. your TV stars. The, the arrow goes through his brain, but he has enough life to, left to, to turn around. Then he the boat hits the girl in the head, and then uh, in probably, what, the best death in the whole movie? She's right. hiding underneath a pier that uh, Jason is standing above, and a lot of creaking wood and water, and he... <laughs> Uh, like just thrusts his machete right down through the dock into her head, then lifts her up uh-huh. and hits her head on the dock. Last shot of boobs is her boobs come above the water and then pulls out the machete and she falls into the water. And it's all very deadpan and sudden and yep. comical. Yep. Yeah. It's the closest thing to uh, wit that the movie has to offer, I <laughs> yeah. feel like. But, um, and there's a lot of product placement. He doesn't even need to look at her when he kills her. No. She's garbage to him. <laughs> mm. 
there's a lot of product placement. They drive an Escalade around. They listen to the the main song off of the Hive's most recent album. Some guy uh, likes Green Day, I think they said. They mentioned Green Day. They talk about how great Pabst Blue Ribbon is earlier in the film. Jason uses a compound bow. <laughs> But that's mm-hmm. not a brand. Yeah, but you can. I mean, <laughs> it's a kind there's of a wood chipper yeah, in the film. Imagine, like, oh, and I didn't even mention the, the weird masturbator that they run into. The compound bow lobby would probably. There's a guy well, they run bunch, into who. Put a bunch of money. There's a guy who run into who owns a barn with a wood chipper in it, which comes up later, and he is really boastful. And uh, there's a weird streak of characters masturbating in this. That yes. character. Looks at a hustler, an issue of a hustler, and then starts coming on to a mannequin, and then Jason uh-huh. kills him. He, he also licks, licks yeah, he the issue. The licks the issue, and then says, "You like that?" To the magazine. He did start <laughs> smoking weed, though, and that's usually that's what I do when it's I smoke like weed. It's just like the scene in. Uh, well, he was Zach, an extravagant. The guy, he, the guy hallucinates from weed. <laughs> sure, but uh, and then later, uh, one of the character, the character who doesn't have a girl to match up with and isn't dead yet in the cabin. He gets high and then is like, well, guess I'll masturbate to something. Pulls out a box of tissues, then picks up like a J. Crew catalog or like a Land's End catalog uh-huh. and flips to an image of, I guess, a woman in her mid to late 30s wearing a sweater, <laughs> and, a sweater. and slacks and yeah. goes, all right, well, this is it. I found this very interesting because apparently, like, one has to believe that he um, masturbates every night at 10.30 exactly. Yeah. Because it wasn't like there was something that turned him on and he's like, well, there's no one around. No. I guess that what I'm going to do. Like, he's like, oh, well, jeez, uh, got to masturbate. What do we got here? Oh, <laughs> yeah. J. Crew. Yep. Well. I got to take my insulin and masturbate. Mm-hmm. That's what he's saying. The, the the thing that's concerning for me about this character is that you would think he would have more stuff stored up in the in the spank bank. Mm-hmm. That, well, so he, would, girl, he so can't he was, just fantasize about something. He was you know, also in his just head. watching a girl writhe around to music in a very short by herself uh, shorts yeah. and and a some kind of tight top. Yeah, like I would think you would be able to think back like. I remember that night when I was watching uh, Big Sausage Pizza Clips for four hours. <laughs> oh, God. And then, we should you know, really get some clips. money from that just website. Just the clips. Then one, two, we have three, mentioned just it knock three times out, you know? now. He was, just, he was just watching Brazzers previews for <laughs> yeah. all night. Yeah, he knocks a uh, quick one but out, also, and he, then his friends show up, and he helps him kill Jason. I mean, now it could he be, runs around to the boner. It's a trenchant message on the lack of imagination in today's youth. Mm-hmm. I agree. And However, the sexiness of L.L. Bean Cowell. They've been whatever desensitized that is. By, by the media and the images they're bombarded with. <laughs> well, apparently not. If they, he, he can get, up, get it up for a picture of a woman in a sweater. <laughs> well, it's that he's so bored with everything else he's seen that he's like... Uh, he's seen too much. He's like, finally, a woman that's fully clothed. All this right. turns me on. You know what turns me on about this? The class. <laughs> this woman's sheer tastefulness is what is arousing me right now. It's a, it's a real change from what I've been yeah. seeing. She seems like a woman I could get to know. So somewhere yeah. around there, Jason shows up. Uh, there's a sex scene. Um, it's it's a actually ri- like that girl's pretty attractive. Yeah, and no, then she, was a, a, she was a very pretty girl. And then there's a bunch of killing. Um, a cop shows up and gets killed. Yeah, I mean, a police officer, sorry. Uh, <laughs> to the, to the police out there. Yeah, all you, all you police out there. The, there's a, there is one kind of witty moment. There's a guy who, one of the friends goes out to a woodshed because he has to fix a chair uh, and the, he, he, he has two great lines. The first is when he leaves and he goes, don't worry, I'm a wood wizard. Oh, no, <laughs> he goes, they don't call me the wood wizard because I masturbate a lot. And it's like, why, why would they call you the wood wizard at all? <laughs> but but <laughs> he's, he's in the tool shed and he finds a hockey stick. And Jason comes up behind him wearing, of course, his trademark hockey mask, which he picked up earlier in the movie. And he looks at it like the hockey stick goes, is this yours? And it's like, oh, yeah, because he's wearing a hockey mask. That's. Mm-hmm. I like to imagine that the guys sitting around writing the screenplay were sitting around in a little like little writer's room, 
And one guy came up with the whole wood wizard line, and somebody and like his writing partners were like, "Oh, that's great! Let's let's write that one down." Well, that's, there were a couple lines like that. Where that same character, when he finds the hockey stick, he like is holding it between his legs, and he says. Oh, it even bends to the left, just like my penis. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Do, you wait, think, like, do you think the guy well, that came I, up with those lines got an extra 15 minutes for lunch? Were, I, feel like, I feel like he wrote, it even bends to the left, and they were like, no one's going to get that. Uh, yeah. That's too obscure. Put in like my penis. Well, there are a lot of scenes <laughs> where like lonely male characters will be <laughs> would be talking to themselves <laughs> yeah, there's a lot about of, oddly sexual things. <laughs> there's a lot of scenes, yeah, where it felt like the director was just said like to the me. actors, just like, just keep going, just yeah, keep going, make something. it up, improvise. And uh, all they could come up with was blue material. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, I like to think that was all scripted. It's yeah. like, uh, I mean, like The Office. Yeah, yeah, like you did so good. So like, good. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're like, you're, you're like, this has got to be improv. This has got to be like Curb. Mm-hmm. So anyway, like to finish up our sloppy synopsis, uh, you know, synopsis. Uh, Jared Padalecki uh, rescues his sister, the uh, girl who you think will be the the uh, last girl. Wait a minute. Uh, whoa, gets whoa. We didn't even address yeah. that she was uh, she was all captive in his basement. She was chained up in a basement where he seemed to forget that she was there for long. That, but that of was time. a girl from the first batch of kids who was getting killed. You think she dies, but nope, she's chained up in the basement. Yeah. Yeah, and they free her. This one girl who went off with the brother, and the brother free her. They're running through the elaborate network of Viet Cong tunnels beneath Jason's cabin. Uh, the girl you think the girl from this group who like dancing you think is going to be the last girl. girl. She gets killed. Uh, Danielle Panabaker of TV Shark. All your TV stars. <laughs> oh, D.A. Panabaker. Yeah, <laughs> the famous uh, <laughs> documentary filmmaker. Uh, and so they. The brother gets beat up a little bit, then they're running away, but then they... Should we just give away the end of the movie? Or I don't what? care. Oh, what, it's a fucking Friday they, the 13th movie. What is there to give they away? They fight Jason. Jason gets strangled by a chain stuck in a wood chipper. Uh-huh. We'll talk about that more later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tease again. And uh, don't forget, we gotta talk. We got to compare old and new Jasons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, oh, don't worry. Then they run over to... The nightmare's the, finally over, right? Uh, uh, the Elliot? nightmare's finally over. They take Jason's body, throw it in the water, throw his hockey mask in the water... Throw the throw the uh, pendant mm-hmm. in the water. Uh oh! Mm-hmm. Jason comes up, kills them both. The or you assume, uh, you assume. assume. It's yeah. very, it is possible that they defeat him again <laughs> and throw him in. Yep. But the thing that was that was missing for me was when they kill him at the end. They do a spinning pile driver to him <laughs> onto do. that dock. Well, you're saying she might just come up and kick his head off, you know? <laughs> but they, no like one a says drop kick of before some kind. they kill him. No one says "Hey, asshole!" to get his attention and then I'll, do something. Yeah, they don't. There's no "Hey, asshole!" But the uh, and the, the, the heroine, the lead female, does get to say. Like, say hi to mommy. Yeah, like say hi to mommy in hell, and like, mm-hmm. hey, fuck you, yeah. karate kick, like all these things. <laughs> but and uh, karate kid? She doesn't say karate kid. She kicks him <laughs> like karate I kid wish, would have kicked I him. I wish people you said the things they did in karate kick. <laughs> Stab with machete. Stab. <laughs> yeah. Gunshot. 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 And, J- and that's how, well, that's how we did it in my really low budget uh, radio play that I did. <laughs> Well, if it, you really need a low budget for it to be a low budget radio player. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't, we couldn't okay. afford and a you, sound effect CD. You did the Friday Thirteenth music like this. Cha 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 cha. Okay, so long story yes, it was short, my radio play version of Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> so we got a long story short. <laughs> oh no, Jason! Ah, well, ah. we get her walk over there. <laughs> oh no. 
He's chopping me. He's chopping me to bits. He lit a fire under me. Crackle, 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 cellophane. Crackle, crackle, crackle. And he's wearing chain mail. <laughs> Russell, 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 Russell. <laughs> now I die. <laughs> the end. Um, so basically Jason shows up. One final scare. And then f- cut to black uh, guitar sound mm-hmm. effects. Jason and will rock return music. in from Russia with blood. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, so um, okay, so we're, we're we're talking about <laughs> Bloodfinger. <laughs> so we're we're looking this blood, at the blood is not enough. We're looking at a, and there at, will a be blood. at a Friday the Thirteenth movie. Um, so first of all, the yeah, I mean, Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, movie. and you have to really kind of you have to look at it on a couple different levels. First of all, how were the kills? Mm-hmm. There were some okay ones. How was ones. the nudity? And then there were how some okay was, ones. And then how was uh, overall? How was Jason and his death? Mm-hmm. Okay, so first of all, the kills were the kills inventive in your opinion, Elliot? Mm-hmm. There were a few okay. Like the bear trap was pretty good and gory. Like it really scraped his leg that was up. Pretty something gross, awful. Yeah. But uh, most of the kills were kind, were kind of lame. I thought the the kind of stupid uh, like uh, baked in the sleeping bag was kind of cool. That's a it could neat have been, idea, but it would it's... have been cooler if it baked her so much that instead of her like smoking body falling out, like uh, just a bunch of like liquid and like bones <laughs> fell out. <laughs> it would have to be incredibly hot to liquefy her. Did yeah, he set off a nuclear blast? That, that's either? what would have been really. Uh, I would have preferred that because it's grosser and funnier. But most of, a lot like the first kill you don't even see on camera. Yeah, there's, that's lame. And a lot of it's just stabbing people through, th- stabbing things through people. Or there's when he kills the guy in the tool shed. That's pretty good. He like shoves this. That this, was like, pretty good. Ice pick type thing into his neck, and there's blood everywhere. But it's not. It was like something out of an Argento movie. Yeah, but it was it was just not. But it made completely, sense. Uh, yeah, there was like all an close ups on the eyes. There was nothing. There was nothing to match uh, the inventiveness of say, "Drag Me to Hell," where when that eye shows up in the piece of cake and she stabs it, and just fucking ooze comes out of it. Uh-huh. That was pretty awesome. Was or great. there's an anvil for some reason <laughs> and a shed suspended from the ceiling. But, well, any that movie falls with, on someone. Any any horror movie with a tool shed has to match up to Evil Dead Two. I feel like yeah, the best horror movie with a tool shed in it. In my opinion, but well, it, yeah, and it I doesn't. Mean, and but then you're also looking at you're comparing it to some of the past Friday the Thirteenth movies. Yes. So there's a I don't mixed think bag. there's nothing like uh, there's nothing quite as inventive as uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Seven where he pulls the girl out of the out of the the tent, puts her back in her sleeping bag, and then bashes her against a uh, a tree, and it leaves a smiley face imprint. <laughs> yeah, so that might be six. I, I don't will remember s- the scene with the speedboat. The speedboat kill was pretty good. That, well, if that only was, for the sheer ludicrousness of it. Well, the impressiveness of that bow shot. I mean, <laughs> a speedboat. Once boat, again, an Olympian. <laughs> he and his vision is obscured. He's wearing a hockey Gina mask. Davis yeah. over here. His his vision is obscured. He shoots an arrow, calculates the trajectory perfectly to hit a guy through the head. Yeah, and I with, mean, with he, enough force to drive it equally through his head. Completely through his head. He has the strength of an English longbowman from the Hundred Years yes, War. Yes, he should have been at Agincourt. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And the, but then uh, and the and the doc kill with that girl was Well, cuz it it did feature boobs and it was right. probably one of the few good shots of boobs for that girl. Oh yeah, well yeah, cuz the top was mainly obscured was, because was of topless water surprisingly, skiing. yeah. Although I I have to believe that this film was sold on the basis of topless water skiing. <laughs> well, yeah. Like, oh wait, we want to make a remake uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Like, I, I don't know. That's that series played topless water skiing. Like, oh, where do I sign? Exactly. Uh, okay, so kills. Okay, so uh, kills. We, we're it's a mixed bag, but there there's some okay compared stuff to, compared to some of the other recent 
stuff I've seen, it was it had its okay ones, and some were just kind of bland. Yeah, kind of boring, especially because at least there's a bit where he 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 mounts the girl on the the rack of uh, like deer horns. Yeah, and that was just done so much better in Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yeah, or even the similar, <laughs> or even in the, so in Halloween in the first uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre with the meat hook. That's yeah. true. Yeah. The so mixed bag. Okay, what about the boobs? How are the boobs, Elliot? Why I don't know why I'm rating everything, but there. So what? There are three sets of boobs that we see in this. Putting me in a yeah, but there's there's a fair amount of boobs entering into an uncomfortable area. I don't know why that would be body part rating. No, but I mean, uh, like, there's a fair amount of boobs. So ultimately, (laughs) that's pretty. That's pretty good for a Friday Thirteenth. Listen, it delivered what it what a Friday Thirteenth movie promises, which is blood and women's boobs. Yeah, which is that. Irritating uh, teenagers getting killed. Three out naked. of five of the women on screen will get naked. They, yeah, that's pretty good. They outdid it with the irritating, though. There was no reason they had to be that irritating. Like, it was... So you feel that they went so far that you're you're genuinely, like, cheering for Jason as opposed to caring at all for I think, the... Well, the thing is, like, not even cheering for Jason, just, like, indifferent to what happens to these people. They, yeah. they're, so, they're so irritating and such flat characters that uh-huh. I'm neither... Happy when they die or sad when they die? It's just like, oh yeah, there's another one. Well, what are you gonna do? You know, mm-hmm. that's what Jason does. You, you've yeah. become like those teenagers, desensitized. Exactly, desensitized to this violence. And you just you you don't care anymore. Yeah, okay. like if, I wish they were, or if anything, just more realistically ir- irritating. Because like, just the fact that they were hanging out with each other and they didn't, they all seemed to hate each other. Mm-hmm. Although they had a shared interest in um Well, we're hanging out with each other, and we obviously and all hate each other. Marijuana, so. yeah. <laughs> I think that's true to I life. was amazed well, by the emphasis I'm on... I'm paid mar- to be here. That's why I'm here. <laughs> the emphasis on marijuana was, was surprising to me. Really? It was just, well, that's the best way to get a bunch of teens in one place is offering so. marijuana. It was just so... It was just, like, weird. Like, a drinking makes sense to me, but... Sure. Why would, like... Uh, there's there's went, fewer fewer deaths per year caused by marijuana, by the way, <laughs> than drinking. That's true. Well, thanks for thanks for laying some truth down on me. <laughs> Just thought I'd take you. I'll uh, sign to, your. I'll sign you your to petition. I'll sign your petition, Stewart. Okay, you get off my back. But uh, it's pro hemp petition. <laughs> you can make rope out of it, dude. <laughs> yeah, I know you. Natural can. fibers. Yeah, constitution and everything. <laughs> Natural fibers. It's not just weed. <laughs> anyway, it's not just weed, dude. Well, and we, we got to rate Jason. Clothing. We got to rate Jason yeah, himself. Yeah, Jason and his deaths. Now, I, I mean, clearly this Jason isn't quite as good as some of the later zombified Kane Hodder Jasons. I was gonna say he's no Kane Hodder. Yeah, Kane Hodder. What a what a what an actor. And uh, even <laughs> he lumbered like nobody. Even the fucking, he was the next Karloff. Even the fucking huge dude from uh, from Freddy versus Jason, like the super giant dude. Yeah. He was pretty good too. This guy was a little small. Uh, you get a couple weird glimpses of his all of his like stumbly wumbly face. Well, there's like a weird looks- sort of effort to humanize Jason in this one to some degree, where he's like, "Oh, Jason's just a guy who has like tunnels under his house and puts bear traps around. Like he's more like a crazy." Like backwoods, like hillbilly killer than like. But uh, most of the time, when he's killing people, it's just like the only times you really see Jason on screen is when he's literally killing somebody or like standing just behind them. Yeah, you don't really get many like character moments where it's like, other than him picking up the mask and putting it, uh, finding the hockey mask and putting it on. It's almost all just him like chasing people. Yeah, there's not a lot of moments where like you get an actual feeling of Jason the character. You know, like in Jason X, where he walks out into the corridor on this spaceship, and there's this moment of like, "Oh, I guess I'm in space." <laughs> well, it's like the, gonna go find somebody to kill. There's the scene in in the first Halloween when he kills 
the guy, the first guy he kills in the house, I guess, and they just kind of looks at him and turns his head a little bit, like this moment of where you almost see a little bit of how Michael Myers thinks, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, there was nothing like that here. Jason just existed to appear behind people and then stab them. Yep. And also, he, you know, and he could teleport. He'd be well, yeah, that's he'd kill that's someone keeping. in the woods, and then suddenly he's standing on the roof of the house. Then suddenly he's in the bathroom. That's you know, it doesn't make. I almost wish there were more shots of Jason like chasing people through the house or through like there's a lot of running rather than him disappearing. I would love rather than him disappearing. I'd love to see him like burst in through the window or literally mm-hmm. like running up the stairs with a, with an axe in his hand. Or if, if, uh, if, or if he like... burst up through a dock at the very end to grab. <laughs> yeah, oh, he did that. He did that. <laughs> If they really departed from the uh, the Friday the Thirteenth mythology, and then like there was like a crazy twist at the end, where like you see like five Jasons walk out, <laughs> <laughs> it, all, it all makes sense. That would have like an old Tex Avery cartoon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, could be. <laughs> I think there was more than one Jason. <laughs> it was a rabbit. And it, or it cuts to like a weird house at the very end of a bunch of Jasons just like hanging out, and one guy's like. Gotta go to work, and he puts on the mask and leaves. A guy walks in, punches his card, and another Jason puts his mask on, punches his card, and walks out. Well, that's yeah. what I like about like the moment we were talking about in Jason X, where he's in space, because it's just like, well, my job is killing people, whether at a camp or in space. Gotta get to it. But uh, there's probably there any there any teenagers having sex around here. I mean, J- Jason has always been the most mindless of these type of killers in the movies. I feel like. Um, yeah, well, we'll gloss over that comment. Okay. Um, wow, wow. <laughs> Burn. Stuart has a lot of affection for a guy who uh, just goes around a killing giant, people. Like, I, I prefer him when he's like a giant zombie dude. Well, no, it's much better. Well, that's the thing. The, first, the When he's a killer in the original Friday the 13th movies, he's dead already pretty much. I mean, that, not really until the until the sixth one. Said the end of the the end of the first movie is Kid Jason jumping out of the lake. Yeah. So he has to be a zombie by that point already, unless he was a mer person. I don't, he might be a mer person. <laughs> I don't think so. So like in the second movie, I assume that he's like a zombie Part kid who becomes a zombie adult. In the second one, he's like a crazy hillbilly and with a bag the, on he's his got head. The, the, bur, yeah, the burlap sack. On and his he's head. wearing like overalls. It was like they were trying to do like the first three Jason movies in one movie. Here. And then the third one is uh, is the three D one. Where there's and tons the of like yo-yos the, going toward the, the, one that has, the camera. Uh, Crispin Glover in it. No, that's the fourth one. Yeah, that one's yeah. actually really good. That's the one where. Really good. Well, what's really great about really that good. one is there's that awesome bit where this it's, chick is taking a shower with her boyfriend. Sure. She leaves him in the shower. She goes to like do her hair or something okay. so he can do it later. And then she goes back to check on her boyfriend. Jason's already killed this dude. Okay. She starts flipping out. As you would expect. And she goes running, running around upstairs. Then she goes running down the stairs toward the front door. Boom. Axe goes flying yeah. through the front door, hits her in the chest. So Jason not only went up and killed this guy, then but then outside. he set the body and he's like, I'm going to go outside. She's going to come running toward the door. Axe without even looking. I wish That's like how a good Rube I Goldberg sort of. Well, I wish that they had Well, it's like showing between. off at that point. I wish that it should, her running, cut to Jason standing there, stock still, axe in hand, ready to throw. Cut to her running, cut back to Jason still standing yeah. still. Like a, like, maybe, a, like maybe, a ticker? Yeah, exactly. Maybe his arm is like sort of straining because like, I can't hold this axe forever. Then you feel sympathy for him. You yeah. know, Is he going to be able to do this? He's like a craftsman at that point. Well, yeah. yeah. The one, the one a I saw. Terror craftsman. The one I, I saw the most when I was a kid was Jason. Uh, 
Jason Takes Manhattan. <laughs> okay. Be- only because oh, poor you. It was terrible, but that's for whatever reason that seemed to be the one that was. My on God, all that time. like such such uh, opportunity squandered. Like <laughs> the very title, Jason Takes Manhattan. You're like, this is going to be the best one ever. <laughs> you're going to give him the key to the city. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, you've taken a Manhattan by storm. He stars in a Broadway show. Yeah. Dinner at the Waldorf. <laughs> and then most of the film. Is spent on a boat going <laughs> to Manhattan. There's very little Manhattan. And then it. when you get to Manhattan, it's Toronto. There was, so. some, there was something about the image of Jason on the subway walking through subway cars and no one really mm-hmm. b- bothering to notice him. <laughs> That's that, the one they should remake. <laughs> Jason Takes Manhattan? Yeah, make sure. it a real Well, just like ma- Jason make in it a mashup. The Jace, Jason, Jason and, Pig in the City. Yeah, Jason and the Muppets Take Manhattan, Pig in the City. <laughs> yeah, I like that. And then at the end, Gold at the end, Miss Piggy producers. says, "Hey, asshole!" And then <laughs> and then does one of those, "Hey, yeah!" And exactly. then chops him. The uh, yeah. okay, so Jason, oh, what a Jason's movie. Death, already. <laughs> Jason's death at the end. They clearly, you know, they wanted to save him for that final scare. They also didn't want to fuck him up too much, so yeah. they could be like, "Hey, we got Jason for the next movie. If you want to watch it." Um, and you're like, oh, you melt him in acid. We can't watch that guy again. He's like a blob or something. So they didn't do that. Uh, what they did do was they, they wrapped like a chain around his neck. Um, and then they threw one end of the chain into into a wood chipper. Now I don't, you know, I don't use a wood chipper regularly. I'm sure some of our listeners do, uh-huh. but um, lumberjacks. I would imagine <laughs> we, if you throw all the, all the X Men who listen to this, I would imagine if you throw a chain into a wood chipper, it's not just going to like drag it through like somebody who accidentally got their tie caught. No, it's going it. to screw up that machine. It would fuck it up really bad. To be yeah. fair, that was a pretty heavy duty wood chipper. That was no. not like one of your like you don't get that at. Like Walmart, that was like an industrial strength wood chipper. Either way, it's still it's still rotating rods with spikes on the end. Yeah. That's what it was. I'm sure. Like and the first rule you learn in wood chipper school is don't fucking throw metal <laughs> chain. <in there. laughs> but it the wood chipper works fine. It just chips up that chain and it w- drags Jason w- towards it. Wood chipper school. That's like a technical college, right? That's. Well, it's no, a, it's, it's a it's not accredited. It's, no, that's no, a it's, that's yeah, a doctoral. Yeah, oh, okay. That's a doctoral degree. Yeah, they they also have a, a pretty good liberal arts program. Wow. So of course it's dragging him in. <laughs> Fighting chips. He's dragging him in, and, like the wood chipper's dragging him. In. He's like, oh, I'm dying, but I still want to grab this girl and kill her. And then she's like, hey, dickhead, uh, say hello to your mom <laughs> in hell, and stabs him with his own machete. Uh-huh. Oh my God, who saw it coming? Ironic. Yeah. Very ironic. He died as he lived. With having a machete, not at all, <laughs> not at all. And then, uh, and then, of course, they're like, "Well, you know, this brother and sister. They're like, all of our friends are dead. There's blood everywhere. We're probably injured in some way. Like mm-hmm. we, 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 we have a lot smash of, my head into a fucking. We have a lot of questions to answer to the windows. police. Yeah, the, I think the including best, the dead cop that's on the door. Yeah, the, I'm sorry, the dead, the dead chief of police or whatever. He was. It looks like it's pretty much a one cop town. Yeah, he's the so, sheriff and the sheriff's deputy. They're like, you know what? There's no way we're going to be able to explain this. Let's just toss this dead body in the lake. Mm-hmm. Let's wait till daylight. Toss the body in the lake. Throw his mask in there. Throw that magical amulet that uh, we stole like, from you his know what? house. This amulet was the one thing that could distract him long enough I'm to stop him from killing people. Let's throw I'm it in glad the lake. That you keep using the term amulet. <laughs> I know it's clearly a yeah, it's a locket. Yeah, it's a locket. Well, amulet just sounds cooler than locket. Mm-hmm. It is a locket with two pictures, one of which is scratched out. It's a copy it's of a Dr. Clue for the sequel. I've got a locket in my pocket. <laughs> um, so they throw him in there, and they're like, oh, phew, the nightmare is over. 
And then you, the audience, Ding find dong. out clearly it isn't because Jason comes back. Who is Having it? taken the time to put his mask back on, I love of course. that they throw the mask in separately. So he's swimming around underwater. I'm going to see him <laughs> looking for his mask, finally finding oh, it. i got to find it on. before they get off the dock. Yep. And they hang around, of course. I, mm-hmm. One of the things I did like in the movie was the long, lingering shots of the decaying toys in Jason's house. Every time someone went back to his house, there were different rotting toys to for the camera to look at. Yeah, you think you think he goes? All right, we've been talking for a long time, guys. Because oh. uh, goes to like a TJ Maxx, and we can get out of here. Okay, because <laughs> we Maxx. love we love Friday the Thirteenth so much. But let's quickly okay. Uh, final final judgments, Dan. Final judgments. Yeah, that's the gate closing. Okay, are you looking at me? Yeah, what's the deal? Oh, our categories are: is this a a good bad movie? A movie that's laughable and fun. A uh, bad, bad movie, a movie that provides no enjoyment, or a movie that you actually kind of liked in some way. Um, hell, I'll start for once. Whoa. I, uh, Whoa? I, 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 I kind of enjoy this movie. I mean, like, don't get me wrong, it's not good, but uh, also, don't get me wrong, no Friday the 13th movies <laughs> are really any good. I know that Stuart is uh, like a ball of rage. Stuart puts on hockey masks. (laughs) Stuart picks up machete. But you know, Stuart, you need to kill all of them. (laughs) Shut up, dead mom! (laughs) Get off my back, dead mom! They've managed to make uh, tens of movies with uh, absolutely no plot. Basically, (laughs) guy kills people. Repeat. Yeah, uh, and yet I have fondness for them. I don't know whether it's just nostalgia. Yes, but. As far as like a remake goes, like you know, the same guy Marcus uh, Nispel, Nispel, I don't know how you pronounce Marcus it again. Marcus Welby. Uh, he did the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake, which I feel like really totally missed the boat in terms of tone and capturing what was interesting about the original movie. But that was way closer to Friday the Thirteenth than it was. Yeah, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But this movie, like captured um the spirit of a friday 13th movie in so much as there is one yeah that's true and uh i sort of enjoyed it on that level i mean like i wouldn't i don't think i would have enjoyed it sitting at home alone but this is an okay you movie to watch with scared. friends yeah, yeah i'd be i'd be scarified mm-hmm. <laughs> i would not be able to get to sleep elliot what do you think uh i kind of agree with dan i didn't like it as much as him but it was in fun to watch with you guys uh, it's really stupid, and there were some good gore effects in it, and women take their tops off, mm-hmm. and you know it was it was not it was short and it was not slow. So right there, it it got some of the things right about a Friday the Thirteenth movie. Like it moves fast. Uh, there's a pretty high body count. Um, Jason doesn't quite have as much character as he would like, but you know he wears a hockey mask and he kills people with a machete. So. Yeah, I uh, I think I'm going to agree with both you guys. Like, I think this was fun to watch. Uh, it wasn't, like, great. No. You know, there's no... God, no. There's no telekinetic... Don't take this as a it's recommendation. Not, it's not the life table. and death of Colonel Blimp, you know. There's no telekinetic girl battling Jason. He no. never, he no never gets Glover. Yeah, he never yeah. gets brought back to life by lightning hitting a steel pole in his chest. That somebody accidentally stuffs into his <laughs> zombie chest. Um, so none of that stuff happens. But, uh, yeah, you know, there's a body count. There's nudity... There's some killing in it. Wait, I already said that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it basically does everything it needs to do. It's it's a little lazy. It is very lazy. Um, it's a little uninspired. But, you know, 
it was an hour and 25 minutes or something, probably. Yeah. yeah. Until they make Jason and the Argonauts Friday the 13th Part but, 11. But, I mean, it's n- if it's I have any be... feedback, it's that they really had no need to make to call this, like, uh, a remake. They could have just made it Friday the 13th Part whatever, yeah. 12, 13 right now. There yeah. was there was nothing nothing new about it. that if For for a re- remake or a reimagining, it hews very close to the formula, and it acknowledges that there's a past to this character. Yeah, like it, there's that 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 flashback at the beginning is kind of unintelligible if you don't really know the Jason story already. I mean, they don't even have to call it a remake. They could just every other year release a movie titled Friday the Thirteenth and just keep yeah. making fucking movies like this. And I'll probably keep watching them because I like watching stupid teenagers get killed. Wow. That's why you're a serial killer. That's going to be played back in court. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean, oh no. Oh, that came out all <laughs> wrong, Yay. officer. Oh. So I don't actually have a uh, letter to read, but I do want to... You read all those letters last time when I wasn't here. Did you yeah, write your own letter? Uh, <laughs> Dear Dan, I'll be your friend. Love, Dan. <laughs> well, <laughs> You're the best member of the Flophouse. <laughs> I do have one email, but I'm gonna, I think I'm going to hold off on it until uh, the next show because we're running Dan? a little long. Oh. But, um, no, you can look forward to no, that. No, you teased us. I am teasing. I'm teasing well, you. Well, what if you read the, the email and we don't do recommendations? Wow. Wow, to break with the uh, yeah. Why don't you read the email, Dan? You you don't you'd rather do email than recommendations. I don't. I, don't, I actually don't have a recommendation. I don't have anything so in particular. Yeah, I mean, this shit's that. all gonna get edited out. So just go so, right to the email. All right, because we all <laughs> because we all liked Friday the Thirteenth, sort of. Why don't you take that as our recommendation? You know what? If you want to watch a piece of crap and have a good time, watch this one. <laughs> don't go see Transformers. Done. <laughs> I'm going to see Transformers the Elliot this weekend. Peace. No. Michael Bay, give us free tickets. So, um... <laughs> Michael Bay, give us free... <laughs> what I love in this movie is that it doesn't say produced by Michael Bay. It says in association with Michael Bay. That's awesome. At the beginning of Friday the 13th. Well, he's, it's like a, like a... Like a... Like he was hanging out on the set yeah. when they made it. Well, somebody was like... Called him up on their cell phone. They're like, hey, Michael Bay, we're making this movie. You got any advice? Okay, topless water skiing. Okay, that's what yeah. we'll do. You're a genius, Mickey B. <laughs> so this is from Ben, last name withheld, from Lakewood, Colorado. <gasps> Crystal Lakewood? Uh-huh. Like Colorado? <laughs> huh. Yeah. And it's uh, it's in t- it's titled, Kudos to Yudos. I think he misspelled Yudos. <laughs> Yodas? Yeah, <laughs> kudos to Yodas. Kudos to Yodas. It's like when when Star Wars Episode Two came out and it had that lightsaber duel between Yoda and Count Dooku at the end. They start they put out an ad after the movie had opened that showed that just that scene and it went Yoda man. <laughs> Star Wars Episode Two, Yoda man, and this very cheap computer lettering of Yoda man exclamation point would come up on screen. That's the. Uh... <laughs> it was. I remember watching it and be like, seriously, like this is an ad for a. Star Wars movie. Kudos, kudos to Yoda's is the uh, is the New York Post headline for Yoda beating Count Dooku in a fight. So the event is like make way for ducklings. <laughs> make way for ducklings. Uh, so he says, I've been listening to your show for at least the past twenty episodes now. About when Elliot transformed from special guest co-host to permanent co-host. Yeah. I How took many over. episodes have we made? We, this is like 30-something. Jesus. Uh, and you, I, were a, you were a baby when we started. Yeah. yeah. Or when you started. I wasn't here. I got to say your banter is one of some of the finest quality we found out in the podcast universe. Thank you. Uh, please, keep, please, please keep cranking out the episodes. Podverse? And don't ever change. Okay. 
That's very nice of you, last Thanks. name withheld. Um, he has a recommendation. I don't think that we're going to do this as a movie because it's a an, an indie film. Uh, is this, is this what Jones? he's saying or are you... This is me commenting You're editing on... what he says. Okay, why don't you just read what he says and oh, then we'll... This is like the right. Talmud. you got to read the actual text <laughs> okay. and then the criticism of the text. All right, well, he says, I wanted to throw a movie recommendation out your way. In my Colorado neighborhood library, I stumbled across a movie titled Subdivision, Colorado. It is a small-budget, locally-made movie about a charming quartet of young adults who get caught up in an amazing adventure rooted in some sort of supernatural treasure hunt across the mystical Rocky Mountains. <laughs> I like it already. I like to think of it as a love child between the Goonies and an episode of the Nickelodeon TV show Hey Dude. Well, I need, uh, need to throw out my screenplay now. Thank <laughs> you. The movie is straight-up terrible, but I consider it to be so awful that it would squarely fall into your category of a good-bad movie, especially if you view it as a group whilst taking part and alcoholic libations. Mm, not me. Yeah, teetotaler. Teetotaler, just like Lincoln. Uh, I seriously think that this could even finally oust the Bratz movie from its number one whoa, spot in whoa, your respective whoa, hearts. Whoa, 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 whoa. I was on your side down, until Elliot. that. Calm down. Um, <laughs> whoa. Calm down. My only concern is that since you seem to mostly go after mainstream movies, this film might be too obscure and you may have difficulty finding it in New York. You may also feel guilty poking fun at a movie made by a struggling filmmaker. That's more like it. But please try to push this guilt aside. Your inclusion of this movie on your program may actually do it good, propelling it forward into cult status. I think that he's overestimating our uh, I don't know. Oh, could, I don't this, think so. This could be our Manos. Yeah. Yep. Well, uh, we're propelling it into cult status by mentioning it on the so show. So it's called Subdivision Colorado? Yeah. What I love is it, it's an adventure movie that has a name that sounds like a... A housing subdivision. Like, it sounds like a, ha- a planned community. Yeah, I mean, it has a lot to learn from Mom and Dad Save the World. <laughs> or Twin Sitters. Or <laughs> Twin Sitters. <laughs> Both of those movies tell you right what you're in for. <laughs> you are going to see some it. twins babysit. Uh-huh. You're going to see Mom and Dad Save the World. All these things. Um, Whereas uh, My Life as a Dog, that guy doesn't turn into a dog once. No. What the fuck? Boring. <laughs> Boring. Stick to the shaggy DA. <laughs> <laughs> what I love about that is like the idea that that's the logical progression. Like, all right, in the first movie, he's just a shaggy dog. In the second, he's going to be running for district attorney. Yeah, exactly. He knows he this. has a problem with turning into dogs. You know what? He'll take on a position of authority as the district attorney. Wasn't it our idea, Elliot, that it would have been a better movie if it was the shaggy dog catcher? <laughs> yeah. Like then it turns into like Greek tragedy. He's like he's going to betray his own type. Sure. It ends with him leading himself to be put to sleep. <laughs> oh. So sad. <laughs> Don't blame me. Blame Aeschylus. <laughs> yep. Blame Euripides. Um, yep, it's Euripides. <laughs> After he finished the Bacchae, he wrote the Shaggy do- sure. Dog Catcher. On a similar note of um, recommending good bad movies that are too obscure to talk about on the show, um, I saw a movie called uh, Street Revenge that a friend of a friend comma? was the boom mic operator on. <laughs> And he's like, you got to see this. Not not a good movie. And uh, if you can find it, I recommend it. I have no idea what happened in the movie. I watched it just two nights ago. <laughs> Could not follow the plot, but brilliant, bad filmmaking. So uh, Sounds good. Street Revenge, it's called? Yeah. Sounds good. Okay. So uh, what else do we have to do here? Well, uh, I did want to say we got a comment on the, on the last show from uh, superfan Ksenia. Am I saying that right, Elliot? Ksenia. Yeah. You, right. you, just don't want, you don't want to put too much, so much space between the K Ksenia. and the All right, Ksenia. Ksenia. Lovely person. Ksenia. Good friend of mine. Um, and she mentioned that 
strangely enough, Head of the Family is available on Netflix. Holy shit. that it wasn't, but it's actually on DVD, and you can get it through Netflix, whereas Paul Schrader's Blue Collar is not. Really? Because that is on DVD. Yeah, very strange. That that DVD might be out of print. To to make an additional footnote, I actually uh, put it on my Netflix queue right after recommending it. I apologize for the mistake. Um, Well, I did, too, after your great uh, description. Yeah, we should watch it together. All right. Can I watch it with you guys? No. Mm, no, you're going to be watching Transformers: Revenge no, of the Fallen. No, I don't want to watch Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen. Um, I literally just wish I could watch the scenes where robots do stupid things. Yep, like fart and make like ca- fart and have jokes. balls <laughs> <laughs> and, and have human style testicles. I do want to take this opportunity to plug. Uh, Ksenia uh, started a zine. Uh, it's like made, a magazine. Yeah. It's but like a magazine, cooler. but yeah. it happened in the early 90s and not so much anymore. Oh, come on. Is it made but on graph paper? She's going to be taking part in a zine fair this weekend. Hey, no, this I'm, weekend. I'm in total support. I'm plugging it on the show. All but right. she's putting out a zine. It's called I Love Bad Movies. There's stuff that uh, both Elliot and I wrote in it. Uh, the zine convention. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Are good pictures at least? Drop the ball. <laughs> Uh, zine convention on Saturday. So by the time this comes out, I can do some modeling for the next one. If you guys, you can do some what? I'll, I'll do some like modeling for some, some photographs. Nude, nude modeling? Well, they don't Baseball. have to be nude. I mean, like I'm, I want to leave something to the imagination. <laughs> right. I could wear like a like a like a strange belt. I I'm see. Sure. I see. I see a strange nude pictorial belt. with you where you're discreetly covering yourself with a giant mustache. <laughs> yep. Well, I'm sure she'll get in touch with you, but uh. <laughs> I'll put a link to where you can buy the zine online uh, on the show notes. That would be this. great. Um, and I also wanted to, Elliot, um, you're doing a movie screening series. Do you want to plug that? Yeah, I'd love to. Uh, I am now, I've ho- I'm hosting a monthly film screening series at the 92nd Street Y Tribeca Ooh. in New York uh, on 200 Hudson Street. Uh, the, we had our first showing last month, which was The Thin Man. Uh, and this month, July, f- oh, no, this coming month, July 15th, uh, I guess so not last month. On June, we watched Thin Man. July 15th, we'll be watching The Devil and Daniel Webster, and I'll be introducing it and giving a short, uh, brief talk afterwards just about things that are interesting about it. And then uh, August, taking a break. And then September, I'm going to show uh, Love Me Tonight. And October oh, will be The Old one. Dark House. Uh, wow. So, and uh, most of these will have on film. They've been able to secure actual film prints of them. Uh, so July 15th. 8 p.m., uh, The Devil and Daniel Webster. If you go to the 92Y Tribeca website, uh, you can buy tickets. It'll be a lot of fun. If you've never seen the movie, it's a great movie. Yeah. And if you want to see Elliot in person, you want to see talk me- about a movie that's good. Yeah. It talk, it's, watch a movie. And in- possibly have Dan and I in the audience. Yeah, I yeah. hope so. Yeah. Hooting. You might Hooting have a, a flop house reunion there. Oh, but the, man. The Devil and Daniel Webster is a lot of fun. It's both very creepy we'll have, we'll have and very corny. There are a lot of scenes that are like old-fashioned corn pone and then scenes that are genuinely like, this is really like w- like weird and kind yeah. of scary for a movie. And you recommended it on the show, so there's mm-hmm. a, a connection. There's a connection there. And the other ones uh, will be a lot of fun too. But I'll, um, I'll plug them as, you know, when we get closer. Sure. Please come by. It'll be a lot of fun, and I guarantee uh, a good movie, and I'll try not to talk too long. And I would like to also plug um, a sketch group that I'm in is doing shows uh, the first four Fridays in July at the Magnet Theater in New York. Uh, if you Google the Magnet Theater, uh, you'll find the website. The sketch group is called Mr. White Pants, the Mr. White Pants Comedy Hour. 
uh, the first four Fridays in July at 7 p.m. You can come see us. It's only $5. So uh, come on out. Stuart, would you like to plug anything? Um, No, I have nothing to plug. Plug your mustache. I could. It's pretty impressive. It's rich and lustrous. Um, and I bought some jeans. Yeah, you were excited about that. You probably I've, haven't bought when jeans was the last for ten time? years. Yeah, when was the last time ten you years bought jeans? Ago. Ten years ago. Back when, uh, back when they, you know, they when they're acid washed. They were yeah, body absolutely. glove jeans. <laughs> yep. They're, I want. They're so old that they don't change. I got, colors I got anymore. sports jeans because I really liked AC Slater back then. <laughs> okay, so uh, this has been the flop house, right? Yeah, this has been the flop house. It has been that at. That indeed. Uh, well, um, you can check us out at <laughs> www.flophousepodcast. The Flophouse no, no. Podcast. Flophousepodcast.blogspot.com. Speaking of which, uh, <laughs> I have to drop this in. Uh, the aforementioned sketch group, Mr. White Pants. If you go to mrwhitepants.com, that's actually a gay porn site. <laughs> Focused on men in white pants. I, I'm not kidding. So about don't that. go to that site. No, unless you are interested in well, men in white like pants. It'll be like Aquafan.com, the last porn site that <laughs> exactly. we accidentally plugged on the show. <laughs> anyway, uh, for the I still, I, I still haven't had sex underwater yet. No, me either. I, that's why I haven't posted on that site yeah. yet. One yeah. posting that says "sex underwater." Anybody done it? <laughs> and no other postings. <laughs> what a sight. <sighs> Moral is uh, for the Flophouse. I've been Dan McCoy. <laughs> I've been Stuart Wellington. I continue to be Elliot Kalen. Good night. You're a Wiccan? I was, I'm a Wiccan, yeah. He's coming out as a Wiccan. I was, uh, I was just working for the weekend. <laughs> working for the weekend. Hey, guys. Everybody's uh, Wiccan almost... for the weekend. I was going to say, everybody's working for the weekend. Guys, it's almost ten. Two hours. TGIF, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's when my Friday starts. Midnight on Thursday night. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha